0: So listen with your ears. It's Ramble Room, baby. That matters. <laughs> it's it's my rendition. It's my cover. <laughs> You're never fully dressed without a smile from Annie. Because Lilane. Because Lilane. <laughs> okay, I I got the connection connected. It later. Okay. <laughs> You're listening to Ramble Room. My name is Ariana, but you knew that. Why are you introducing Every once in a while, I like to shake it up. Okay, well, uh, shake then i Shake it up. That was a good show with Zendaya. Then I'm Melissa. You know what's weird is most Disney Channel movies had a... Or t- Disney Channel TV shows had a theme song that, like, the main character would sing because everyone on Disney could sing. Not everyone, but yes. In general, yeah. Zendaya... And Bella Thorne both can sing, and they had Selena Gomez do the theme song for Shake It Up. Mm, I don't know what to tell you. I have no idea. And that's the tea. Okay, well. (laughs) (laughs) Now you bring the coffee. Okay, well, I I don't have, I guess I could just talk about how I was just planning a Valentine's week for Mm -hmm. you and I. Mm -hmm. Because Ariana's my forever Valentine. And Melissa is mine. So, because of everything, it's like, do you really want to go on a Monday night? I mean, we could probably figure something out, but but there were just too many things I wanted to do. And um, and I also want to go ice skating. <laughs> <Gee>. <laughs> I've been watching watching too many things having to do with skating, including the Olympics. And then I go, I kind of want to go skating, even though I'm not good at it. It'll Dude, still I'm a, be fun. I'm, I'm about to fall on my ass about a million times. I know, but it'll still be fun. I'm uncoordinated and have scoliosis, so my balance is really <laughs> whack. Like it just—it's just not gonna work. But but it'll yeah, be great. And then and then tomorrow we have Galentine's with Caitlin, our older sister. Mm-hmm. And I think this is fitting story because this movie is really about brothers. Brothers gotta love. So I'm gonna talk about my you sisters. Know, I think really the next movie. Would have made more sense, because that's about sisters right on track. Oh my gosh, you're right. On track. Oh well. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, but that's, yeah, how sweet. Melissa, for once, is planning the date, and I don't have to. You're, You're acting like we haven't planned them together. What did we do last year? I'm pretty sure last year. Did we do anything? (laughs) I don't remember. The year before was Knives Out. I know. I remember that Build a Bear workshop. I I bought us those bears. That's right. Yeah, I do remember that. Okay. Last year, I don't know what we did last year. We went over to Caitlin's for Galentine's again. But did you you and I celebrate at all? I honestly don't remember. Maybe we just hung out. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) But we're we're making an effort this time. I usually make more of the effort, but. I don't know what you're talking about. You're acting as if we've always been each other's valentines. I'm, just talking, I'm not talking like, about for just valentines. What? I'm talking about our dates. What are you talking about? You make it seem as though you put in a bunch of effort. You don't. Okay, okay. Mark Ruffalo day. Hillary Duff day. What else day do we have? Do we have Paul Rudd day yet? No, but we will. I'm just. I put effort into our star kid marathon. That is true. Why I made a whole that? fucking schedule for that. Don't, don't comfort me, Ariana. (laughs) I will! Are you ready for my one-sentence pitch? Yeah, go ahead. A teen accidentally wishes his younger brother away! Nice. (laughs) With an exclamation point on the end of the synopsis. Away! A teen accidentally wishes his younger brother away! (laughs) Away with you! Away with you, peasant! (laughs) Now, i I'd like to give a little fun fact. This is based, once again, as most of these are, on a novel. I thought you were about to say on a true story. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like this actually <laughs> has a psychiatric patient today. You can wish on a coin movie. and your sibling will disappear. It's a nineteen ninety one coin. <laughs> it's a nineteen ninety-one novel called If I Had One Wish. What did you think of this movie, Ariana? I thought it was great. Um it's a little weird. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I, okay, here's my here's my one sentence pitch. Wait. You already gave that. Why are you saying that again? Here's my opinion. Just asking your general thoughts, because I had seen this movie several times as a kid. You had never seen it. Correct. What's his face? Alex, the main character? Yeah. He makes me think of like an Eric von Denton Wannabe. Okay. Um, or a Sean from Boy Meets World wannabe. Sure. And that's solely because of the hair, but that's okay. Um, Love Lil Elaine will always love her, so that's okay. And I... What is it? Spencer Breslin? I love him, too. Stevie, the younger brother. I love him, so I was kind of chilling. I will say, my least favorite characters were the parents, because they sucked. Yeah, most of the parents in these movies suck. Which is funny, because you'd think... You would you would want the the kids to watch it and be like, ah, I should respect my parent. But instead, I watched it and I went, why would I dread my fucking parents? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So this movie starts off with there's 16 year old Alex, his little brother Stevie, and then he also has his best friends James, and then Abby, which is Lelaine's character. Lelaine. So it starts off with them kind of playing pranks on each other, like they. They're they're doing like a paintball war almost. A little bit of an Ashton Kutcher moment. Punked. Whatever. No big deal. (laughs) What is wrong with you? A lot. (laughs) Better question would have been what isn't. Well, that's true. That was on you. Uh, They're throwing paint at each other. This is the main theme of the movie is messiness. Yes. Yesiness. (laughs) Yesiness and messiness. So there's like all of... Uh. Eerie, what are you doing? (laughs) This carpet feels great. Okay, are you high? What is wrong with you? I wish. I did have a mimosa. You had (laughs) one mimosa and you're acting like this? Okay, then shut the fuck up. I'm tired. I gotta focus. So they're playing paintball. They're like, get done with their game. Seems like Alex and Stevie get along pretty well. And then they go inside the house. Stevie has... They have something where they've got, like, a pet turkey. These are, like, no, things that they, don't really they, matter. Their parents are like, you guys, we're going to get a pet. And they decide to get a turkey because that's what Stevie wants. Okay. So this is, it's setting up the fact that throughout all of Alex's life, the parents, the parents favor. favor Stevie. Right. Whoever, if something goes wrong, Alex gets in trouble, not Stevie. Right. Um, Which is much like most, I think family dynamics usually the older kid gets in or at least it was for ours the older kid got in trouble for what the younger kids were doing or they were just seen as well you're the oldest so you're responsible for what right. happens and it's like why <laughs> it's like shouldn't you're older shouldn't you be yeah um and then you're also introduced to like there's minor characters like high school bullies who throw pizza on Alex's head I mean, again another mess on his hair yeah, we got the pizza there later. There's dumpster. There was the paint in the beginning. There's a paint. Yeah, there's a dumpster. There's milk. There's... Oh, yeah, there is milk. There's so many there's things an- getting... There's another pizza, but on a different kid. Yeah, there's just so much shit getting thrown on these kids' heads. And it's like, uh, who this decided is... that kids thought messiness was hilarious? This is where Nickelodeon got their slime thing. Yeah, and I guess to an extent, maybe it's true. Like, Dude, I don't know. I thought it was funny. If I was a kid watching this and I saw this guy getting that much shit poured on him, am I going to be laughing every time? I honestly don't think that we ever laughed as children. At Disney Channel movies, I'm sorry. (laughs) There was no laughter in our household. Like, can you think of a single Disney Channel movie that you sat there watching and laughing hysterically to? No. No, not really. Right. My childhood echoed with the sounds of no laughter. (laughs) It was more music that we cared about. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, there were other movies that made us laugh. Uh, Pee Wee Herman? Are you kidding? (laughs) I died every time. I love that movie. Same. Add that to the (laughs) list. We'll add that to our list of thousands of movies. (laughs) To watch. Okay, so... Obviously. No. To shit on. Like, what? All of this leads up to Alex is now being forced to take Stevie to the mall with him. By his parents. And they're like, got to keep an eye on him. Got to kick it up. And Stevie's like 10. He's 10. And you said you're you're thinking Alex is like, oh, no, it says he's 16. So. No, in the movie, he's 15. They said that he's five years older. Well, then this is a typo then. Okay, so then the it's 15-year-old la- Alex. Wasn't the last movie or a couple movies ago? It was, they said it she was, was 16 and she was 15, it yeah. It was conflicting. I'm not sure why they keep giving the wrong age. They're a bunch of lawyers. So there's like a five-year difference. They're at the mall. Alex loves coins. That's kind of like his big hobby. He loves collecting coins. And so he goes to this coin shop in the mall all the time. So he goes there with James, right? He goes there with James and Alex is with them. Or, er, and Stevie, Stevie is with them. And then he says to, to Stevie, hey, stay out here on this bench. I'm going to go in the coin shop real quick. Because it was something like, did, did Stevie not want to go in the coin shop? Um, I feel like it was something like that. Something like that. But Stevie then <clears throat> sees, like, fries on the floor and picks them up. Do you remember this? Yeah. And the guy. Who owns the coin shop. owns the coin shop sees him do this, and he's like, oh, thank you. I probably would have slipped and fell on that. And Mm -hmm. gives him a coin that's got like an owl on it. It's an ancient coin. Some bullshit. And he says, you can make a wish on this coin, make one wish, and it'll come true. And then Stevie's like, okay. (laughs) So then he keeps the coin with him, but then he decides to go wandering around the mall. And this mall has like 10 floors. Three. It looked like there were 10, though. The staircase and the elevator, it made it look ginormous. And so he's, like, running around, going wherever, up and down elevators, up and down escalators. And then... Very nice. Alex gets done at the coin shop, runs out, and sees Stevie's missing. So he starts freaking out, like any running. older sibling would. <laughs> you would know. Running around <laughs> the whole mall trying to find him. Yeah. Um He, like... It's, it's very, like... If you guys have ever seen the movie Serendipity with John Cusack and John Corbett's in it. What's the girl? (laughs) Katie? It's Kate Beckinsale, isn't it? Kate Beckinsale, thank you. (laughs) Anyway, if you've ever seen that, it's very serendipitous. Like, every time Alex goes somewhere else, you see Stevie behind him and, like, they just keep missing each other, like, just by, like, a hair. And he gets back to the, Steve gets back to the coin shop and sees that it's closed. And so he pulls aside like a security guard and he's like, hey, can you call my mom? Like, I don't know where my brother went. And meanwhile, you still see Alex like running <laughs> around the whole mall like, where are you? He, I think they even do like one of those, Stevie Steve. Yeah, they do like an echo shot. Yeah. But then then it cuts and we never see like the aftermath of that. They're just both back at home now. And getting yelled at by the so parents. So it's like, did Alex ever find them or did a security guard have to come find him too? And a mo- the mom came to the mall? Like, Yeah. This is why cell phones can be necessary sometimes. But let us I'm going to argue the fact Stevie's 10 years old. You know better than to be wandering around the fucking mall mm-hmm. instead of sitting there waiting for your brother or even going in the shop with your brother. Both of those yeah. options are better than you going around wandering and not being back on that bench. He knew better. Which yeah. is why it's dumb when the parents decide to ground Alex for how long? Like two weeks? Yeah, something like that. And then they take away TV privileges from Stevie. And Alex is like, how is that fair? How is that fair punishment? And honestly, I agree. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because then the, the other thing, too, is that they're like sitting there and the mom says, your brother was scared. And Stevie's like, I wasn't scared. So like Stevie is also aware that he should be getting in trouble as much as Alex is. Right. And the parents are just... Dumb yeah, it's almost like annoying. Stevie want he he loves his brother, so and he doesn't much. want he doesn't want favorite to be the favorite. Yeah, and I think he he knows that that doesn't help with the whole Alex being upset with him. Right. So Stevie does not want to have special privileges when it comes to being punished either, because he's like, uh, well, I realize what happens when my brother gets more punishment than I do, even though I did something just as bad, right. So, anyway, there's also something else. I don't know if this happened before the mall or after, but he j- it's just like Stevie does typical little brother things. He gets jelly on his skates, s- on Alex's favorite skates. And um, all another stuff. Eric Von Denton thing. Yeah. Rollerblades. Your way through life. <laughs> and after all this, Stevie tries to make it up to Alex and says, here's this cool coin. Mm-hmm. You because can make you know, a wish on it, um, and it'll come true. And yeah. Alex is like, this is bullshit, but okay. And then he, s- stupidly, like everybody in these stupid movies, he goes, I wish my brother... I wish I never had a brother. I never wish I wish I never had a brother. And he just tosses it. And, of course, that activates the time continuum and alternate universe starts. Yep. And he wakes up to an entirely blue house. I'm blue, da ba dee die he walks out. His parents are like super rich. <laughs> this makes no sense to me because they only have two kids. How is one more kid adding that much financial? Well, what's interesting is that both parents are in different careers. Yeah, now like the dad is a lo- is a, an accountant and the mom is a lawyer. Yeah, like like having one kid changes your entire career of both of your parents. That doesn't make any Maybe sense they to me. Maybe it had more time and money to go to college again? I don't know. I I'm not sure. But this is interesting, some of the changes that happen, but I I equate it to, like, the butterfly effect is, like, one yeah. thing changes, and then a million little things change, even the careers of your parents. Yeah. I do find it very interesting, though, Um, how they don't just make Stevie disappear. Yeah. They, like, make him into a different person. His name is Terrence... McCormick. McCormick, and he's an actor. He's a child actor on a show called Where's Stevie? Right. <laughs> So, like, instead of having him just disappear, they make him, like, an actual character still. Which, weirdly (laughs) enough, since it's called Where's Stevie, my thought is, my thought was, is he just having a really elaborate dream? Well, he does wake (laughs) up at the end. Which is why I'm thinking it's more like it's a wonderful life kind of story where you're put into the scenario. Same with, like, Christmas Carol, your ghost of Christmas past, present, future. You're put into this dreamlike state where you're seeing your life. At an out-of-body experience, mm-hmm. and you see what it's like without this person, without yourself, right. whatever it is, and then you come out of this dream state and you have a new perspective. Right. I don't think it's not like it really happened. At least that's my thought. But they get into like alternate universes later, and I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Save that <laughs> for Marvel, Disney. Calm down. <laughs> so then he goes to school. Um, he's dating the most popular cheerleader in school. Um, all of his friends are jocks and they're all really dense and dumb. The typical stereotype. And he also sees that all of his jock friends are tormenting his best friends, Abby and James. Apparently the mean cheerleader's name is Fiona. She is super mean. (laughs) She's also really bossy to Alex and everyone else around her. And it was, like, before all this, Alex was just best friends with Abby and James, and he had a crush on Fiona. Mm -hmm. So now in this dream state, he's her boyfriend. Right. And in real life, Abby has a crush on him. Yeah, on Alex. But he's too blind. He's being a dumb idiot. (laughs) A classic. (laughs) So then we also find out, like, he's the head quarterback, right? No. Yes, he's the quarterback. Yep. Yeah, because normally he's just on the bench. Mm -hmm. (laughs) In his actual life, he's on the bench not playing football. Mm -hmm. So in this world, he's the quarterback, he's the star, and unfortunately, all of these things that seemed like things he wanted turn out to be a very lonely life. Do not make for a fulfilling life. Yeah, because then he gets home, like his parents don't care, his parents are workaholics. They don't want to make funny pancakes. They only <laughs> offer pop-up waffles. They don't want to make funny pancakes. I like that that's the big the big storyline is you don't want to make funny pancakes? You only have pop-up waffles? With a I fucking... don't like pop-up waffles! With a fucking toaster? It's like, alright, like Where's stuff. our stovetop, mom? Yeah, I think he cared more about the pancakes versus waffles <laughs> than he did about his brother being missing. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, he's starting to realize he doesn't like this wife. Because of the pancakes. And he misses Stevie. He misses his little brother. Sure. He, I think there was, at one point he was, what was it that he was watching? Was it a game where there were two brothers standing next to each other at a game? And they were hanging out with each other and then he started to have that moment where all you see are brothers? You know what I'm talking about? In a movie when, like... I know what you're talking about, but I'm trying to think of what you're talking about. Oh, it's he's got a TV and he's scrolling through channels and it's like, the brother polar bears, play with one another. And then it's like another channel about brothers. But he does get like some award or something. Right. So he's starting to miss Stevie and then he finds out that he's got to go to this award ceremony. He is winning, I don't know exactly what the award is. It was for like outstanding... um sportsmanship sports and like classmen i don't know yeah it, it was some some kind of award it was like an honor assemb- honors assembly type of deal yeah and he goes up there and he gives this speech and he had i think he had tried talking to abby several times and she's like why are you talking to me you and your yeah. friends are dickheads she keep he keeps calling her abs and she's like stop calling me that i don't know you i don't right. like you right so he's kind of in this toss-up Feels conflicted with Fiona and the jocks and then Abby and James. And the lack of Stevie. (laughs) And the lack of Stevie. So then he talks about, oh, that's what it was. It was at this awards show. He sees one of the other award recipients and Mm -hmm. he's sitting next to his little brother. And his little brother, yeah, he like shares his trophy with his little brother. And that's when it hits Alex like, oh my gosh, I miss Stevie. So then he gives this speech about how if he had a brother, I don't know it was some, like, heartwarming speech about if he had a brother. And then it gets weird and he starts kind of venturing into the actual truth of what's he, happening. But then he brings it back to, but that doesn't happen in real life. So just cherish the people you're with, basically. <laughs> and then everyone claps and Abby seems to like this speech. Yeah. But then, like, his parents are like, what the fuck was that? What's up with our son? And um, And then they go home. Hi, I'm Trudy, and my name is Joseph Dredde, but you can just call me Dredde. And you're listening to QBCHS and NBCUSA. F- I'm sorry, I-, I didn't hear any of the last letters of that. That's because I said it so fast. You'll have to speed it down. Speed it down? You mean slow it down, Trudy? Oh my God, I can't, I can't take this anymore. Okay, do you want to know what I'm selling today? Not I'm particularly. Sorry. What we're selling today. Oh, no, then yes. We are selling metal straws. Why? For funsies. But, see, here's my problem. No, no, I've no. Had, I've had... Rudy, I'm following <laughs> a specific script that Pamela gave me. She said for me to say, for funsies. Isn't that fucking ridiculous? Yes. We should kill Pamela. Metaphorically. Yeah, metaphorically, sure. Anyway. I tried these metal straws. <laughs> Bad. They're not bad, but they're good use for something else. Mm. And by that, I mean a weapon of sorts. You know what I mean, Judy? <laughs> I like the way you think. What? You do? Yes. I didn't know that. Not... Now, not I, I mean, I allegedly... Like, the way you think. Oh, okay. Allegedly, right. And I allegedly think that a metal straw can be a weapon. Like, I allegedly think you could probably push it through somebody's eye. No, I was reading up on metal straws, and you know there's, like, people who have died from drinking from them? Because they're, they're too sharp. They, like, go right up your fucking face. They'll stab you in the fucking face. Then you'll die. You heard of that? Sorry, are you being legitimate? I am. I'm being serious. As actual news stories, that's why they have metal straws. No, wait. Are you being serious? Are you? They have. That's why now they have metal straws with plastic rubber over them, so that when you're drinking out of it, you don't actually bang your head and stab yourself in the fucking brain. Can you believe that? Pamela was gonna try to sell us the old metal straws. She's a fucking psycho. She maybe. was gonna have us sell these things. Maybe we shouldn't kill her. Maybe we should allegedly kill her. Maybe we should ask her to join the team. Maybe we should. I mean, she's kind of a fucking genius. I'm starting to like this, Pamela, the more you're talking about it. I have said, like, maybe two words. You're the one who's talking. Wait, really? Maybe I'm talking to the other person. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. In I... your head? What? In your head? Yes. What? What's, what's their name? Let's not talk about that right now, Trudy. But do you know metal straws, they can also float? I thought metal sunk, but apparently, if you put a metal straw in the water, it'll float. Do you know why? Buoyancy? I think there's. it's because there's two holes on the end, so nothing to... But people have more than two holes, and they sink eventually. Those are different kind of holes, Trudy, I think. I think uh, those holes don't don't necessarily directly come out of somewhere, do they? I don't know. I don't think they do. You idiot! It's not like if I shove something through one ear, it's not going to immediately come out the other ear. It's not a straight through hole. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like if I shove an avocado up my butt, it won't come out my mouth. Exactly. Right. Th- that is a perfect example. Now, what are your thoughts on these metal straws, Judy? Well, I'd like to know how much they cost. Well, we can't disclose that information. No, 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 we can't, we can't, we can't. Okay, wait, Pamela's giving me a new script. Fuck. Okay, metal straws, they cost about, wait, what? Okay, metal straws. Is Pamela the one in your head? <laughs> Did we hire your head voice? Oh, head voice, you know, that's that's a musical term. I didn't realize Pamela was the one doing those notes when I sing. (laughs) How much do these straws cost? Um, They're like like, uh, 25 cents per straw. But they're sold in like a pack of 10,000. So they're like over $10,000. What? No. That's not the right math. But I don't care. Pamela's doing the math. She's a dumbass. Um, Anyway... (laughs) All right. So what do you think? What do you think? Should they go to backslash drudy.trudy.com? Isn't that our website? Or is it just drudy.trudy? It's drudy.trudy. Thank God. It's backslash. Thank God you're here to keep me on track, Drudy. You're the best. I love you. I love you too. That was fucking Pamela talking, you fucking idiot. I love Pamela too. Okay, Pamela, get out of the room. All right. There's nobody else here. No, Pamela's here. She just gave me a a piece of paper with a script on it, telling us to get the fuck off air. Um, Because we suck. I didn't see her. She was here. She was here, all right. Back to the podcast. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. So Alex realizes that he wants to get his little brother back. So he goes to the coin shop, sees that the coin shop is closed, but then he still sees Larry, who is the guy that gave Stevie the coin, who owns that coin shop. And Larry's like, yeah, the coin shop closed down because I can't run it with this broken leg because Stevie wasn't there to take away the french fry. <laughs> that caused his downfall. Yeah. So, he can't get to the coin. So, then he sees Abby. He tries to talk to Abby. Um, and once again, she's like, I don't want anything to do with you. And his jock friends come by and kind of prove her point of like, you're hanging out with these dumbasses. Why would I want to help you? Well, yeah, because then they start, they throw him a hamburger. And then they start punching the hamburger. <laughs> Yeah, I'm and they not go, oh, 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 oh. like a bunch of monkeys. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> sure no what sense. was going on there. It was weird. I didn't like it. It was really weird. At some point, he also goes to a party. I don't know if this was before or after that speech. <laughs> but then James gets the pizza on his head, like you that said. That was before. That was like okay. after the first game. Okay, right when he wins the that last game. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then he ventures out. He's like, I am going to go to L.A. And how does he get there? Does he go on, like, by bus? I don't remember how Where he gets there. Where do they live? I'm not sure. I don't know if it's ever established. I don't think he goes anywhere. I think he, he doesn't go to L.A. He, um, he goes a, to the he studio. He takes a bus because Stevie is in town. Well, then Stevie's doing in like town a, at a studio. Doing, like, an interview thing, yeah. Oh, he's doing an interview. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I th- yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's less confusing than you're making it. Because <laughs> there's that teen magazine that he gets a hold of yeah. that says he's coming to town. Mm-hmm. So you're right. And when he goes to the the place where Stevie's at, where he's getting interviewed. He sees James in his chicken outfit. Yeah, and he's like, hey, give me your chicken outfit. And James's like, no. And he's
1: he, he like, says, I'll, I'll pay you. Yeah,
0: I'll pay you and I'll deliver the chicken. Then the chicken gets thrown in the fucking street and they still box it After up anyway. A kerfuffle. <laughs> yes, a kerfuffle. And James is like, okay, I'm out of here. Here's my chicken outfit. So then he goes in there with his chicken suit and the chicken in the box. And he says, "Uh, I've got a special delivery for Terrence. It's my chicken (laughs) in (laughs) a (laughs) box. That's good. Thank you. Then he delivers it to Terrence slash Stevie. And Terrence slash Stevie throws it away. He goes, this is dirty chicken. I don't want your dirty money, your dirty chicken, your dirty whore. and then he he's basically like a a diva child star and alex's thought process is oh i don't have to feel so guilty about this because stevie's like a rich kid now so i guess he is better off not being my little brother he's like trying to make himself feel better about it but slowly realizes that stevie's like the loneliest kid in the world well cuz cuz he gets thrown out because he tells stevie this whole the whole plot right he's like well you were my brother And Stevie, well, Terrence, Terrence. is like, um, security. And so he gets taken out, and he's like, take him out. But he gets taken out of the studio. Because he's crazy. And he's like, so he's really happy, isn't he? And the security guard is like, no, that kid is like the saddest excuse (laughs) for a child ever. He works all the time. His mom doesn't pay attention to him. His dad doesn't pay attention to him. He has no brothers or sisters. Like, he's a sad kid. The only person that cares about him, really, are... Like his publicist that his drives him around. His publicist, who's basically a glorified babysitter, and she's really just there for a paycheck. Yeah, she is. So, and then and then Alex is like, "Damn, I guess neither of us are better off without the other." Yeah. So he's walking down the street. Isn't wait? Is this when a thousand miles plays? Okay, so then the the song A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton plays. (laughs) And Ari and I were laughing so hard because (laughs) it's like a weird song to play as he's walking down this, make him way downtown. And he's like, walking down Beverly Hills. (laughs) (laughs) Like the lyrics make sense, but the vibe of the song threw it way off. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a sad walk where he's thinking about his brother. and And like they do flashbacks. (laughs) to like moments with his brother like doing the paintball and like rollerblading walking the turkey around the block (laughs) and all those fun memories we had five minutes ago and it's like they do that while he's walking down the street to like the entire song yeah it's the longest like flashback (laughs) montage good times have had time it was bad it was not good then his walk ends and and he gets hit by a car <laughs> no the car pulls up it's like a limo that's terrence slash stevie was driving in and he goes yeah. stop the car because terrence sees the guy he sees him and he recognizes him and he's like uh, i like that guy i'm gonna go hang out with that. <laughs> i kicked him out but i actually like him you know what we didn't mention what the dad and all of alex's friends keep calling him bling and i hate it oh yeah that's right they he's keep got- calling him bling hey bling and we didn't, we didn't remember that his name was Alex, so we thought they were trying to call him Blaine, and I was like, is that his name? And they were, no, it's like a nickname, Bling. I don't even remember why it's his nickname. They never explain why his nickname is Bling. Okay. And Alex hates it, too. He's like, stop calling me Bling, Especially dad. when his dad does it. Yeah, it's weird. I was like, that'd be if our dad just started randomly calling us Shimmer. <laughs> I'll make an announcement. <laughs> Ariana has the hiccups real bad so she's gotta take a sabbatical over there <laughs> she'll return maybe Um but Terrence says to him hey you wanna hang out and Alex <laughs> this is hilarious because I'm trying to like get through the plot here but in the peripheral vision of my eye I see Ariana far away coming. <laughs> <laughs> Don't set your hair on fire. (laughs) This girl is on fire. (laughs) Okay. So then Terrence and Alex run away from the driver. And I don't know. They kind of just spend the day together. I think eventually Terrence says, okay, so if this were true, what would we need to do to get me to be your your little brother again? So he's like, well, we're going to need the help of... Of a friend. So they go to Abby's house. She's like, okay, why are you hanging out with a child star? And (laughs) and then um, he convinces her to help him because they were best friends in this previous life. And she's like, how were you and I best friends? And he kind of lists out all these facts about her. And I think during this process, he's realizing that he likes Abby because she's also hanging out with some other dude in school. And he, you can kind of see he's jealous. So, oh, are Ariana's hiccups gone? I'm back. And also, I want to mention that Abby's favorite snack is a mustard and sugar sandwich. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I like that you... Absolutely disgusting! You... Your body had to get rid of those hiccups so that you could come back and talk about the mustard and sugar sandwich. Why? Why is that the snack of choice? I know, it's disgusting. You have a fridge full of food, a (laughs) pantry full of food, and you think, what's going to hit the spot right now? Mustard and sugared between two pieces of white bread? She's like Allison in Breakfast Club. (laughs) She just needs to put some cereal on it, and then it's complete. So... She's convinced by the end of this that he does know her. Um, and she's like, okay, fine, I'll help you. So then they find Larry. How do they find him? There's like a, a business card. Oh, the who raffle. Who is Larry? The, the guy who had the coin. Oh, that's right. Abby was running that raffle in the mall and Larry had given her, you know, a pledge or whatever. So she found his name. They were able to locate where where he lives they get there and the apartment's empty then there's like a tenant up above who says "Ah, oh, he moved because the stairs became too much for him in his wheelchair mm-hmm. he's at a retirement home
1: yeah so and then, then they it- go
0: find him at this retirement home and he's playing the accordion yeah apparently he can play the accordion they're all having a jam sesh i don't know what they're doing <laughs> and then um they talk to him he says i'm sorry i had to get rid of the coin i sold it right right so then he's like now they kind of feel helpless they don't know what to do and earlier we should note: earlier the dad had come in as kind of like trying to make an amends because he noticed after that speech that alex was feeling down and he gets him this like whole collection of old coins and i was like No. was a nice thing that the dad did yeah and then alex just throws the coins off to the side on the table and he's like fuck these i'm done with coins yeah but then he sees the owl coin it's on its edge baby on its edge he came back but he also had to say goodbye to terrence because his publicist found him and the police found them (laughs) yeah and so he goes back with the publicist and he feels bad so once he gets back into his room, how does he find the coin? Do you remember? It, he throws them on the table and they all, they, the one lands on the, on its, like, the edge of the coin on the table. Oh, okay. Like, it's standing up and he's like, the old coin. And then he so- grabs it and wishes it. And then he, he, he has a, a moment of, I can't mess this up. A little bit of a Peter Parker vibe. this must be worded exactly correct Mm -hmm. and then he says i wish that the first wish had never happened or had never been made then we do like a and he's back he's back to his old life and he is so happy he is jumping around like george bailey jump around he goes jump. to Stevie's room and there's all his shit. Jump up, jump up, up, And then they're like, where is Stevie? The turkey's back. And then he, he goes to his parents and he says, where's Stevie? And they're like, I don't know, outside. And, and when he looked out the window to look at the turkey, I, it, I noticed it was raining. And then right. I said to Melissa, isn't it raining? And you go outside and there he is with Alex's bike and like a rain hat yeah. and a raincoat. Adorable. And Amen. he drops the bike and says, I didn't touch it. And it was so cute, and I wanted to cry. Yeah, Stevie was really cute in this movie. Throughout the whole movie, Spencer was literally the cutest human being that has ever existed. Because remember there was that one scene where Lelaine and AJ, whatever, Alex and Abby, they're running. Mm-hmm. And he's running behind them, but because he's so much smaller than them, he has to like run really hard, yeah, and they're so just like, kind of jogging. It's hilarious because the two of them are just doing like a light jog, and he's behind them, like, Sprinting. full Naruto, like, I'm gonna catch him! <laughs> He's I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. He's trying it's so, so hard, um. <laughs> and he's like wearing a disguise. So he's got sunglasses and like a flap hat on. Yeah, so cute. So then he's like picking up his brother, twirling him around. His parents are like, "What the hell is going on with our son?" Um, and they're like, "Don't think this is going to get you out of being grounded." It's <laughs> like, what? Really? That's the first thing you're gonna say? <laughs> Bunch of shitty parents. And then Abby and James. Walk up. I don't know what they were doing in the rain. And he hugs James and then he asks Abby out. And she's like, oh, yeah, sure. I'd love to He's like, you want to go rollerblading just the two (laughs) of us once? She says, yeah, sure. I'd love to. I mean, the movie ends with them skating. Oh, wait. Yeah. There's also that moment where Fiona drives by in her car and he goes, hey, Fiona, I'm not your boyfriend. And she's like, (laughs) "Okay." It's so random. It's like, why would you think? You that she would to- give a shit. Yeah, why would you need to shout that out to her? She doesn't care. Really Just weird. like I'm not your boyfriend. But yeah, then they go have funny pancakes. No, well they do, but then they end the movie with them skating with Stevie, and then Stevie makes a wish on the coin because then Larry oh, to gives to be a sick rollerblader. Yeah, <laughs> and then it ends with Stevie being an amazing rollerblader, better than Brink. It was weird. Um, What was your moral of the story? My moral of the story is, I mean, if I'm doing, like, a legitimate moral of the story, appreciate what you have and who's in your life and who loves you. You never know what you got till it's gone. Never know what you got till it's gone. I want to know, want to know, want to know what you were thinking. I can't imagine how you didn't leave it thinking. What's your moral? I just said it. That... You You never never know know what what you got got till it's gone. gone. I want (laughs) to (laughs) know. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. Also, love your little sisters, even, or brothers, even if they're a pain in the ass sometimes. I guess and vice versa. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye. Downtown, walking fast, faces pass and I'm homebound.